Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. Hope you're having a wonderful week. Hope you're safe and nobody's shooting at you. Um, as was the case, mere five blocks away from my house today, as this was recorded. It's crazy, tipsy-topsy world. Hopefully everything is great for you and you don't have the flu or the coronavirus or uh, whatever else is plaguing this great, great world. Hope you're just doing dandy. Uh, joining me today is Kyle. Hey, hey, what up, everyone? I'm enjoying a nice shamrock shake. You sheep. You're so basic. I love these shamrock shakes. So basic. Uh, so, because things have been kind of wonky here due to the flu and scheduling conflicts, we missed a week last week, and my schedule's all messed up as far as topics and stuff like that, so... Uh, because nobody else was available and it's kind of short notice, we're just going to do a geek out episode today. Talk Ooh. about latest news and gossip and all that kind of crap and catch up on what each other has been watching and seeing and re- do some movie reviews, that kind of thing. Hopefully next week we'll be back to the topics that I had originally scheduled and then we can get rolling with <laughs> a new set of topics um, that people can say they can record for and not show up to. Um, yeah, that was just a little bitter. Uh, so sick bird. Yeah. Before we start talking news and stuff, uh, we both saw, I don't think we've talked about it since we saw it. Uh, but we saw Harley Quinn colon birds of prey or birds of prey colon the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yes. Or just birds of prey, whatever you want to call it. I like birds of prey, but that's just me marketing, I guess. Yeah. I think that might be the downfall of, this unfortunately, it's a great movie. Not the I down, like it. not the downfall, but the lack of ticket sales. Yes, and yeah, that's and that's generally what I mean. Yeah, but no, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I I laughed. I I had a good time with it. It was it went by quick, and I loved Ewan McGregor's Black Mask. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot to hate about. It. I mean, the only thing if, as a comic book quote-unquote purist was the Cassandra Cain story. Yeah, that, um, that's that's my, I guess, my only great about it. <laughs> and I and I get it. Like, I, I understand why not, you why you can't have a mute kid if you're trying to go that angle. Um, I, you know, they could have just created a character for that role, I think, instead of because the Cassandra Cain character is cool, and right. the story behind it, and the mute being mute, and all that is is fun and cool and it would have been kind of neat to explore um if she was part of the bat family i guess and then exactly in this case they're not going that route they're going the harley is going to mentor her route um but mary elizabeth winston as huntress was awesome um it was kind of a glimpse into the world of what harley would do if she was working alongside batman i think um she was the touch of batman in that group Mm -hmm. um without you know throwing batman in there or batgirl um, Batgirl would have been fun though. I I would have I would have loved to see Batgirl but, in this movie. Yeah, but you wouldn't have uh, like the seriousness and vengeance of it wouldn't have been there. Um, no, no, as it is with Huntress's character, she's very much a a Batman Bruce Wayne style character. I'm sorry, who? I'm thinking. I think you mean the crossbow killer. Yeah, the crossbow killer. <laughs> that was a fun through line. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I've seen it twice now. Um. And uh, I had a lot of fun. I I look forward to hopefully more. Yeah, I hope I hope they get 
a sequel, and I know the next time we get to see Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is in The Suicide Squad, so we get to look forward to that. Uh, which, you know, there's a little Easter egg there to Boomerang Man. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> um, that fight sequence was maybe the weirdest one for me with the the paint explosions and it looks, I mean, it looked cool, but it was weird. And that's a lot of people's favorite scene. Really? Mine was the, you know, the big fight scene at the end, um, at, at the amusement park. Oh yeah. With, uh, the whole camera going underneath. Yeah. With, down yeah. the slide. The, the slide with, yeah, especially with Huntress and mm-hmm. where, where they actually in filming it, she runs into the cameraman or they both collide into the cameraman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was all good. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, the credit scene was dumb. Was dumb, dumb in a it way, was, in a Deadpool way. It, yeah, it didn't need to happen. Yeah, but no big deal. Um, all right. I also saw Sonic the Hedgehog. Hmm. Um, and, um, I know box office wise, it's beating um, Harley Quinn colon Birds of Prey. Yeah, which, you know, whatever. It's a kid's movie. It's not an R-rated movie. So that's, to me, that's obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, more people are open to see it. Um, to me, that just makes sense. That it would be doing better, that is. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected. I mean, I don't know why, though, because the voice cast is great. Jim Carrey is great in it again. Uh, James Marsden is really good. I keep always wanting to say Jason Marsden, but that's a different actor. <laughs> almost every time when I talk about James Marsden, I almost say Jason Marsden, who is a, he's like a, a 90s actor who's always kind of like the, the best friend role. Um, he does a lot of voice acting too. Um, but yeah, uh, the voice of Sonic, I forget the dude's name, but he was John Raphael in uh, Parks and Rec. Okay. Uh, um, ben Schwartz? Schwartz, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the, the son of... Uh, if, uh, from Stranger Things, <laughs> John Ralphio is the son. Yeah, that I love that segment on and uh, late night with Jimmy Gordon or James Gordon, where they explore it and they start talking like each other. It's it's fantastic. And where they kind of like uh, go with each other's motions, like how they sit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was great. There's a there's a there's a little thing at the end. There's a couple kind of two. Not credit scenes, but two little stings at the end to indicate uh, sequels, um, both for the villain and for Sonic. Um, okay. I don't know if I want to give anything away, but I was very. I, mean, I was to very. Me, to me, you can, because I'll probably watch it when it comes it's, out. It's not a spoiler so much. I won't talk about the villain one. That's kind of a spoiler, but yeah, there's Tails. Tails shows up at the very end, looking for Sonic. Yay. Yeah, I was very happy. Tails is my favorite. Um. When they introduce and now, him. and then hopefully in the sequel they'll have uh, Knuckles. Knuckles might pop up or Shadow, you know. You know yeah. Who knows? But uh, so Sonic's from another planet, <clears throat> and he comes to our world trying to hide from being attacked on his planet because he's got immense power on his planet. And he comes to our world, and Tails comes looking for him. He's got like a little tracker device, and he says, "I found him." And it's the original voice too from the game. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, I found him, and he jumps off a cliff, and his little tail propeller takes off, and that's how that ends. Um, so, yeah, he's been searching for, for Sonic, which is kind of cool. Which leads to some cool cinematography in the sequel. Those two working together, doing cool stuff like they do in the video games. Good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, you know, I thought it was great. I don't know who played James Marsden's wife, but she was awesome, too. She's a new a new actress, I think, or newer. 
Um, so that was cool to see. And yeah, Jim Carrey was great in the villain. He reminded me of more nineties, Jim Carrey stuff. Uh, his weird villain dancing and stuff was, was pretty funny. Um, mm-hmm. and the fact that he just tells everybody how much smarter he is than everybody is, is pretty great. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be, it'll be cool to see where they go from here. If, if they do, which I'd imagine they would. And this might open the door to better Mario movie. <laughs> so, there's a one. Yeah, because this is the best opening for a video game movie, right? From what I heard, like box office wise, wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, the only other really good re- um, video game movie I've ever seen is the first Resident Evil. Uh, they kind of go downhill from there, but the first one's really good. Um, I mean, how can I love Apocalypse? <laughs> That's the one. That's the one with Jill Valentine, right? Yes. Where they introduce Jill and the nemesis. Yes, and then I think I think from there it goes downhill. From there, I forget what damn like all the names like they all. I don't know. I know they screwed up Leon, and he's my favorite. So forget it. Is it? I thought yeah, that was Wentworth Miller. No, he played Chris. He played Chris. Oh, Redfield. Okay. Yeah, we were trying to do this at work the other day, and I still didn't look it up. Let me, <laughs> uh, Resident Evil. I have to know now. Because, I mean, I own all the Resident Evil movies because I'm just, like, I'm just a sucker for them because I'm, like, I, I, love, I love a good zombie film, but I've never really sat down and played a Resident Evil game. Wow, that sucks. sucks it's, it's it's weird. It's different. Yeah. Well, I mean, Alice isn't in them. Um, that's Mila Hobovich's character. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's created for the movies as far as that, I'm, I'm aware of. Um, that much I know. Uh, Claire, I remember they brought Claire Redfield in the third mm-hmm. one, and I like the actress that's, uh, what's her name from Heroes, um, yes. and, uh, Varsity Blues, and, yeah, I like, I like her a lot. Um, Afterlife, that brought in Chris, okay, so let's see, Afterlife, uh, did they ever, oh yeah, they did bring in Ada Wong, another great character they probably ruined. <laughs> uh let's see chris redfield who is wentworth miller okay good all right no so and oh they brought that's the one where they brought jill valentine back that's right um yeah because she was they, they said she yeah, for, yeah she, for a minute right right she was like i don't know what they called it like under their, their control or something umbrella's control yeah something like that uh, Jill is back for the next one, and that's where they introduced Ada Wong, another great character from the games. Jo- Johan Erb played Leon, and there's not even a picture on his Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> but he played a Mugatu bodyguard in Zoolander. Jeez. Um, that sucks. Like, I don't, nothing against this actor, but that's my favorite character, and he's one of the main characters of the entire game series. And, like... I don't know if this guy's any good or not, but I'd have to go back and watch that movie. Um, but at the same time, like that, he didn't get the. Oh, he played. A, he played. <coughs> he played five episodes of Arrow. He was vigilante. Vincent, like Vincent Sobel. Okay. Wow, that was in 2017. So season six. Yes, because yes, because it was after uh, Dinah joined the team. I don't remember vigilante. I do. I remember now. Crime fighter who kills criminals, revealed to be a member of Caden James' criminal cabal. Yep. What ifs? Season 5. Oh, season 5? Uh, no, he, he, he first appeared in season 5, but he, he was originally, showed back. Yeah, he was played by a different actor in season 5. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow, we got we went all over the place there, talking about Sonic to Resident Evil to Arrow. Um, yeah, so Sonic was good. I recommend it. Go see it. Okay. Um, I'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, or rent it. You know, when it's on digital, whatever. Mm-hmm. Speaking of digital, I haven't started Picard yet, but I've started season two of Discovery. Okay, and what are your thoughts about Discovery? <clears throat> so I was kind of thrown by how quickly Pike joins the the crew. Mm-hmm. Like it's just boom, bang. Here I am. I'm the captain. Like whoa. Like what? What is happening? And then, and then you're kind of part of the crew. Like I don't trust it. Something's wrong here. Because of what happened with the last captain. I'm like, I was astonished at how not ready to trust this captain was. <laughs> and even yeah. knowing knowing Pike as a character too, and his backstory and the history of the character throughout you know original series. He was the original Kirk before they went to Kirk. Right. Um. Because the original series, that was intended to be about Pike. Um, but they went with Kirk instead. I can't remember why. Um, I don't know why. Because there's like three different pilots for that show. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, but yeah, I've, I'm enjoying what... Uh, what's his name? Anton... Anton... Uh, Mus- <laughs> uh, Black Bolt from the... Yeah. <laughs> from the the now forgotten Inhumans TV series, it's um, on uh, it's on Disney Plus. And my friend watched it, and he's like, "It's not." I like it. I didn't. I didn't hate it. Terrible. And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Have you watched it? <laughs> I liked it more than the way they treated Inhumans on Agents of Shield. But I'm just gonna say that uh, Anson Mount. That's the name of the Anson, guy. Anson. He plays Pike. I, I'm enjoying him a lot more than I did as Black Bolt. I think he's a yes. I think he's a great Pike. Yeah, he's doing it's, very well. Like he just totally comes off as a younger version of the dude from, um, from uh, what we see in the Calvin timeline. Yeah, right. The J.J. Abrams. It's very, very different. He's very funny. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like like he gets his ribs all knocked out in the second episode, <laughs> and she walks in and says, "Don't don't." He's like, "Don't make me laugh," and you're like, "Oh, she's not gonna." She's she was raised on Vulcan. Yeah. And that's exactly what she says, and it makes him laugh. Like, like that's well, perfect. Other than, like, one of his, like, first encounters was, like, the bridge crew. He's like, all right, take note. Like, yes, yeah, I, I failed. Fail. I failed astrophysics. <laughs> <laughs> that's on my permanent record. <laughs> uh, I remember that actor from 2002. There was, like, an HBO movie called Pool Hall Junkies. Okay. And he was in... Sounds for- he was in that movie... Um, uh, like Chaz Palminteri's in that movie. Um, Michael Rosenbaum is in it. Um, That's Chris- why he was on the podcast. Christo- okay. Christopher Walken. Uh, I want to say it was an HBO movie, but I remember seeing it, and it was it was all right. It's a bunch of a bunch of guys that you know want to play pool. Kind of like it's kind of like uh, Rounders, but with pool. If you know what Rounders is, if you don't, nope, you, never heard you of should it. Absolutely, see Rounders. It's a great movie with Matt Damon and uh, Ed Norton. Matt Damon. Yes, yes. Um, great movie, and a very, very funny Russian-speaking actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, who am I thinking? Of? What's his name? Um, what's the the movie about going inside the guy's head? Uh, inside John Malkovich. That's it. Being John Malkovich? Being John Malkovich, yeah. He's in that. He's the he's the Russian guy. Okay. Uh, I forget what they say. Damn it, it's funny. Uh, anyway, yes. Uh, Star Trek Discovery, I'm uh, th- just starting the third episode of the second season. 
getting into the Klingon stuff now um, since that ended in the first season. Uh, I could tell from the beginning of this season this was going to be the search for Spock. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> like, oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that kind of shakes out. My my cousin just finished it. He said he loved it, and I said, well, I should probably jump on that. Um, get yeah, I, get I thoroughly enjoyed season two of Discovery. So now help me out. We've talked about it before. Uh, this timeline is the TNG or the original series timeline, not the uh, Kel- not Kelvin. It is not Calvin. It is so Discovery is set ten years before the original series. TOS, okay. So okay. yes, so everything. So even with even with so, Picard, when you get to it, Picard takes place after Nemesis. Okay, so yeah, no, these two series have nothing to do with Kelvin. Okay, no, gotcha. But that's really all I need. Yeah, I, and I can't really. I don't know how much I could say about Picard. Actually, you know what? I'll just um. Just don't. When you get to it, yeah. I'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get caught up quickly here. Um, I'm gonna finish this season probably before we leave for C2E2. Um, if I don't get caught up in my lost rewatch, that you have like a day to watch all of Discovery. I'm off all day tomorrow, so. Oh, how are you off all day tomorrow? I I usually don't work Thursdays and Fridays, so oh. she, she didn't schedule me. <laughs> Well, yeah, um, you'll get through it then. <laughs> I've got I've got podcast recording to do tomorrow, but that's not till later. So, hmm. uh, so yeah, it's a good chance I can get caught up on that, or just finish Lost. I'm on the last season, which is my favorite season. That's only what like twelve episodes, fifteen, I believe. Fifteen. Ah, I was gonna say fifteen. Uh, man, it's a chore, especially to get through seasons two and three are are tough to get through because um, they're so long. Yeah, the twenty-two episode formula kind of dies off after that. Well, it was because of the... It was because of the writer's strike. Right, exactly. I lived through it. Uh, We were (laughs) podcasting my first ever podcast with my brother called The Junk Drawer when the writer's strike happened. Um, And then we were doing lots of Cloverfield theorizing and uh, Mm -hmm. talking about about Lost. Speaking of Cloverfield and Lost, I I watched uh, the first two episodes of Alias. For the first time? For the first time. Oh, man. That's... And I'm like, Greg Grumberg, I know He's why you're in here. <laughs> everything, everything, JJ. <laughs> There's only one reason why you're in here. He was in, uh, he was also in, uh, what's her name? Um, That's a lot of things. <laughs> JJ's first show. Uh, come on, come on. Uh, Felicity. Okay. And I want to say he was on Fringe, too. I couldn't tell you. If I know he, he was in. I know he was in Heroes, but that had nothing to do with JJ. Yeah, um, I mean, JJ works frequently with Grumberg, Carrie Russell, uh, Simon Pegg now too, with uh, all the Mission Impossible's um, that he's done, and then Michael Giacchino, the composer, does all of JJ's stuff. Okay. And I I've forgotten how good the score is in Lost. I downloaded all the soundtracks from Lost. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Alias episodes uh, one and two. What'd you think? Interesting, because I, I I didn't know the premise. So uh, it's and his character is one of my favorites. But Bradley Cooper's character is my favorite. Yeah, I, I, I Eric Weiss becomes a bigger character later. Um, okay, so yeah, because I, I knew I knew, but I think it was just blocked out of my mind that Bradley Cooper was in it. Because I look at him and I'm like, that's 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 baby Bradley. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> And then when the CIA CIA agent goes to um, J 
Jennifer, why can't I think of her last Garner? name now? Garner. Garner. He's like, hey, do you want a slush show? I go, <laughs> yep, slush show. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, slush show also makes an appearance in Star Trek. Yeah. Um, yep, and it does in Cloverfield. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big it's plot. A, yeah, yeah, in the in the uh, the 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 game of Cloverfield. But yeah, no, I I'm gonna. Oh, excuse me, stupid shamrock shake giving me the hiccups. Um, <laughs> You're gonna stay with it. Yeah. I'm going to stay with it. I liked it a lot. Uh, the last season is where they were kind of trying to hand things off because Garner got pregnant. Um, mm-hmm. And I think they were going to go away from her um, and do different characters. So it's a little weird. Um, okay. But I really enjoyed the other stuff. And the, the sci-fi aspect of it is cool, too. Um, they do a lot of... You'll, you'll, not... you'll see. Um, okay. Okay. Because I'm like, there's... It's not a, much it's, sci-fi. <laughs> no, it's there's this Da Vinci underline thing. Um, you'll not Da Vinci. That's a made-up guy that's like Da Vinci, who like okay. created all these things. And you'll see, you'll see. Um, well, I mean, in the first episode, you get Carl Lumber. Lumber yeah, yeah, Lumber. And I'm like, okay, Martian Manhunter's in here. Mm-hmm. And then you also get um, Victor Gerber, which I knew Victor, he was in there. Yeah, Victor Gerber. David Anders comes in later. He's one of my favorites. Um, Melissa George is in a season. Rachel Nichols is, um, she played Raven's mom on Titans. Okay. She's, she's the one that is essentially taking over for Jennifer Garner in the last season. She's like the new top agent. Um, Amy Acker from Angel is also in that last season. She's cool. Hmm. Milo Rambaldi. That's the name of the guy who's like Da Vinci and Nostradamus. Okay. It's a, I know it's a cool cult type thing. Okay. All kinds know, of people are in this show. You'll see. Yeah, like the the one guy from Runaways, the one of the dads, Nick. I can't. Oh remember. yeah, he's the tech guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, oh, he's awesome. Interesting. <laughs> he's awesome. But yeah, Will Tippin. He's my favorite character. Um, and that's Bradley Cooper's character. Yeah. Uh, I don't. What's? Because I guess I came in. I maybe a, twenty minutes into the first episode. So I didn't catch the beginning, but what is the relationship between Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Gardner? Like their characters? Yes. They went to school together. So they're like they're they're part part of her like friend group. There's three friends. There's Sydney, there's Will, and there's Francie. She lives with Francie for a while. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um I think at the beginning of season one there's for their roommates. Yes, because they were because in the second episode they were moving into what appeared to be a house. Right, right. And then Francie is like engaged. Mm-hmm. Um, to like a like a jazz singer or something. I can't remember what he does. Um, and they're graduate students together. Um, and then I think Will, they know each other just as friends from college. I think. Okay. So they're they're just good friends, and he's like a journalist. Um, and the you saw the first two episodes, so you know her fiance dies. Yes, and that's that. How, that was quite apparent in this show sure sure and that's how that's how will gets involved because he doesn't believe it was just an accident or a robbery or something he he thinks there's something deeper there yeah um and yeah that's cool um he he's dropped off the show later but he he, he returns i think in every season at least um, once except for four yeah yeah so he's back when he comes back later it's pretty awesome (laughs) okay pretty great um yeah julian sark is a great villain um, you'll, 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 that's David Anders character. He was on here. You'll recognize him when you see him. He was on heroes too. He played, uh, the guy. Yeah, the, the, the name sounds familiar. He was, uh, heroes inspiration. Um, the dude from the past in the Japanese war. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he's that dude. He's Adam. A, at, yes, yes. He was on 24 or two for a season. Yeah, he's he's a good actor. He's on uh, iZombie now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Alias, good stuff. Maybe I'll rewatch that again soon. <laughs> I should be watching like Umbrella Academy and stuff like that, but instead I'm. I re- mean, I would I would read Umbrella Academy before you watch it. Well, I've got. I want to watch that before season two comes out. There's there's another show on there that I want to watch that I heard was was interesting on Netflix, and then Castlevania season three is coming real soon, and then um, I still haven't started the new Clone Wars yet. So that's. I mean. Come Friday, it'll be second episode will be out. So I mean, you still got time. Yeah, I might wait till they're all out so I can binge them all. I just I hate waiting. <laughs> so like, yeah, I might just. Oh, Terry Quinn from Lost, uh, John John Locke. Yeah, he shows up in Alias. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, he's kind of a main character in season two. Um, and then also uh, Gina Torres from Firefly. Okay. She she plays like a a rival agent to. Sydney. So yeah, uh, Tobin Bell from Saw. He's a character. Um, he's in there? He does. Uh, he's like in one or two episodes. Quentin Tarantino is in two episodes that he directed, I believe. Oh, okay. Christian Slater, Jason Siegel, uh, Richard Roundtree, Danny Trejo. These are just some of the, the, the guest names in here that you, you'll Jeez. get to see. Rucker Hauer. Uh, Ethan Hawke. That's right. Ethan Hawke was in an episode. Of, hey, all, pe- of all people. Yeah, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> Ricky Gervais. That's right. I forgot. Ricky Gervais in an episode. Uh, Jaiman Hansu from um, from Lost from Guardians. Guardians, yeah, not Lost. Um, Rucker Hauer does an episode or two. Uh, Faye Dunaway, <laughs> some crazy actors that that show up in this show, but it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I forgot Christian Slater shows up. That was crazy. Yeah, the the season one is Quentin Tarantino. That's one of the best episodes. It's a two parter. Okay. Um, that's a that's a great episode. Um, and I want to say he directed that. I could be wrong. He might have just been the guy. Cool name. McKenna's Cole is his name. That's a cool. <laughs> that is a cool name. Um, but yeah, yeah. Stick with it. I think you'll like it. <clears throat> it's JJ. I don't see why he wouldn't. Yeah. Early JJ too, when he still had the passion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm trying to start lot the Last of Us as far as gaming goes. I still need to. I still need to play it. And I want to play that before the second one comes out. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, I think that's really it for me. I've been listening to a lot of music and re- uh, reading. Uh, I have. I haven't started it yet, but the new, the Tom King, uh, Mister Miracle series. Oh yeah, I don't know if I'm into that. I I am borrowing it from my friend. I just need to sit down and read it. Oh, speaking of uh, Joe Joe Hill is going to be at C two E two. And oh, lock, he is? Lock, lock and Key I haven't started yet. Have you? I have not. Yeah, I want to get into that. I heard it's good. Uh, if he's going to be there, I might bring the first volume and get it signed then. That's probably a good idea. Yeah, we're going to be at C2E2 this coming weekend, so <coughs> excuse me. follow us on Instagram or Facebook for any coverage that while we're there. Um, <clears throat> we're going to try to probably run into Joe Eisma again. He's going to be there for Morning Glories and Archie Comics and... Um, stuff like that. So we might get another interview with him. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, that's coming up this weekend. So give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. Atomic Kingdom. Uh, well, uh, new stuff. Matt Reeves, the Batman uh costume. We haven't talked about it since it came out. 
Nope, and <clears throat> not since I've been burned on Twitter about it. <laughs> stop! Stop sharing set set leaks. I don't sorry. be sorry. Don't be don't be that that outlet. Um, but the official stuff that sh- that Reeve shared. What did you What did you think? Uh the <clears throat> the the first stuff that he shared. I mean, I'm into it. I I like I like the whole aspect of hopefully that the. His bat signal, his bat emblem is Joe Chill's gun. Yeah. But I would have preferred it to be like it, like an actual bat emblem. Like kind of what Kevin Smith did in Detective, Detective Comics 1000, where uh, Batman uh, melted down the gun and used it as uh, bulletproof. The, the metal plate, yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, I I like it if it's what he used to create the bat emblem. I don't care. It, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it, it's interesting. It looks looks very interesting and metallic, and I I like it. And it makes sense if that's the case. I mean, yeah. I, I liken it to the theories about why the Joker and Suicide Squad had like gold teeth, and it's because Batman knocked all his teeth out. I like mm-hmm. that. That that adds a layer to the world that's lived in, um, and it gives a reason why he has gold teeth. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's cool. The only thing I don't like, and I think it's pretty common uh, for most bad fans, is the co- is the collar. Um, I mean that's been used before. The collar's been on the costume before, but yeah, because I mean, uh, Gotham by Gaslight is probably the most notable one. Sure, I just don't like it. I, I'm not a fan. Um, but everything else I've enjoyed so far. Um, and there was some set video and stuff released where he's riding a motorcycle and. Uh, the gauntlets he's wearing, people are saying it's uh, like zero year, um, which zero year with like ninja uh, right. daggers, right? And um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, a zero year kind of adaptation would be kind of cool. Um, it would be the, the reports, rumored reports, are stating <clears throat> that this is going to be his. The movie's going to be centering around his second year as Batman. Sure. Which uh, there are, uh, I mean, Frank Miller did a run, uh, Batman Year Two. Right. It's just not more. It's just not well known as Year One. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Uh, he's Reeves has said it's not like going to be based on any one book. Um, but he's also gone on record saying that Year One is one of his favorites. Mm-hmm. And some people are assuming that this is going to be taken from the Long Halloween, which Nolan has already like dipped into all of those wells for the, for his trilogy. Right. Um, so, but what we're not going to get is the origin, I think, which is nice. We don't need, I hope not. I've, I've stated in, I've stated before. If I ever see Thomas and Martha Wayne die ever again, I'm leaving the movie. I don't even care. Uh, yeah, it's like Spider-Man, the way they introduced him. And then in his first movie, we didn't need to see it. We know it. Uh, it's mm-hmm. we got it um not even in a, like a fever dream or whatever we don't we don't need it um so hopefully they go that route hopefully they 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 give the audience credit yeah. um that yeah we know the batman story so yeah just a little bit there a little glimpse there we uh on valentine's day netflix uh gave us a little gift from russia with love with love um, season four, Stranger Things teaser showed us who the American was and confirmed that Hopper is indeed alive in Russia working with on a, <clears throat> what? With a new haircut. That's right. That's right. Uh, working on that, that, 
a railroad <laughs> that is yeah. so common in the eighties in Russia. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get, we'll get some hopper action and probably lots of Russian action next season. Um, no date yet for the release, but the last one was the 4th of July weekend. So I'm assuming you're looking in mid to end of summer, um, mm-hmm. probably for this, <clears throat> this series, uh, to come out. Hopefully, uh, if I do make the trip to San Diego, which doesn't look likely, um, it comes out either before or after all that. Cause Veronica Mars really screwed up my vacation. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that was cool. It was a nice, uh, Valentine's day present. I enjoyed that. Um, uh, Mark Hamill and Sarah Michelle Gellar uh, have been announced for Kevin Smith's Masters of the Universe voice cast. Um, yep, along with Chris Wood as uh, He-Man. Right, Chris Wood from Supergirl fame. Yep, and... It's Jane Simon Bob reboot. Yep, I still need to watch. Um, so yeah, that that's coming to Netflix, if I believe. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Yep, and speaking of Kevin Smith, his Howard the Duck is not going forward on Hulu. Thank the Lord. <laughs> um, we already talked about Castlevania. Let's see here. What else do we got? Let's skip all that. I don't really care. Uh, I mean, Jurassic World yep, Three. There we go. <laughs> um, before we get into lots of stuff, has kind of come out about that recently. Production started. Yep. Uh, so you're going to be getting casting news, which includes uh, a Joss Whedon alum. She was from Dollhouse, and then she was on Altered Carbon. Uh, she's on the 100, um, and uh, she was the mother of Chloe Bennett's Daisy Johnson character in Agents of Shield. But Dykin Lockman has joined the cast of yep. Jurassic World three, which I'm all for. I like her a lot. Um, this is what Cl- uh, Trevor, all right? He's doing the last one. Yes, Con he's, yeah. Yep, he's back. Uh, Omar Sy and Jake Johnson are also returning, which uh, Jake Johnson, yes, uh, all for that. Um, <clears throat> also returning are Sam Neil, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum. Yep. Um, joining Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, B.D. Wong, Justice Smith, and Daniela Pineda. Um, the last two were from the second movie. Um, Justice Smith was also in Detective Pikachu. In case you forgot, <laughs> um, which I liked, I didn't. I didn't hate that movie. Um, uh, let me find it. There was another casting news too for it. There was a um, the guy who plays Tim. <clears throat> well, he hasn't said it. He just he said he, he said teased. Time to go back to work. Yeah, he said it's time to go back to work. Which last we saw him, he was in um, Bohemian uh, Rhapsody. Yes, thank you. Uh, so, who knows what it means, but. Probably a pretty good, you know, assumption. Yeah. That he will be jumping into things there. Oh, Stranger Things four. We'll we'll see. Uh, Priya Ferguson as a series regular. That's uh, Lucas's sister. She's not just a guest star anymore. I forgot to mention. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Lucas, the black kid. Okay. Thank you. Trying to not say it that way, but what do you? Yeah, mean? I know. I, I couldn't go around it. <laughs> Um, all right, so yes, Tra- College Driver announced the start of production on Jurassic World 3, a.k.a. Jurassic World Dominion. So they've started day one on that movie uh, on the yesterday, 25th. Yep. So I think they went back to Hawaii. 
for it. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. They have to. Well, they don't have to because everything's going to be on the mainland now. For the most part, yeah. Unless they try to bring them back to oh, a, is, a, there's is no a, island. I don't know. It's a volcano a destroyed it. Yeah. Nublar is all volcanic. Yeah. Oh, uh, Paramount, Paramount's G.I. Joe spinoff Snake Eyes has finished production. Yep. Uh, there you go. Um, oh, yeah, this is a big one. Star Wars news. Oh, um, yes. yes. Y- yesterday, Lucasfilm announced the new Star Wars project called The High Republic. Uh, this is not movie related, but it is canon. <clears throat> Um, a bunch of authors got together for this little retreat and they started mapping out what the next uh, stories to be told in the Star Wars universe now that the, Star- the Star- Skywalker saga is over. Um, so it's called The High Republic. There's a trailer out there if you want to go watch it and you can see what it's all about. Um, <clears throat> so it's quoted as uh, features the Jedi as we've always wanted to see them, true guardians of peace and justice. This is a hopeful, optimistic time when the Jedi and the Galactic Republic are at their height. But of course, into this glorious new era, something wicked this way comes. The initiative will give, uh, the initiative being this High Republic thing campaign, uh, will give readers, young and old, a new corner of the galaxy to explore through rich, meaningful stories. Plus, readers will learn what scares the Jedi. So what they what they say in this trailer is, um, if the Jedi are going to be very powerful, we need to figure out what's going to scare them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sounds sounds pretty cool to me. Um, they'll have to keep the peace in the Star Wars universe from the four ways of the Neil, N-I-H-L, a space, sort of space Vikings. Um, these are all coming out this summer, August 2020. Uh, books, young adult books, kids books, uh, adult books, and comics. Um, starting with Star Wars, The High Republic, Light of the Jedi. So, there you go. They're going to create new, not just Jedi, they talked about smugglers, bounty hunters, all kinds of other stuff, too. So, Yep, I'm all for this. <clears throat> yeah, looks cool. Um, and they said that hopefully it'll give them, you know, a place to start for new movies, instead of just kind of going back to the old, same old stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll see. We don't really know what's to come, as far as movies go. We just know who's involved. Uh, as far as behind the scenes. Um, Tom Holland has come out and said he knows all of the secrets for the next Spider-Man film. I don't know if that's a good idea. It's not a good idea. <laughs> he says uh, he's learned from his mistakes in the past, but I don't know, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think, even if I knew how to keep a secret, I don't think I'd want those secrets. Um, going back to Star Wars, Mandalorian Season 2, Giancarlo Esposito, who played Moff Gideon, the wielder of the black, the Darksaber, um, mentioned some things here, so, um, alright, let's go through some quotes here. Um, right. normally I like babies, but in this case, I love this baby. Uh, this is all from Fan Expo Vancouver, uh, via comicbook.com, they got all this crap. Um, they made a show with Baby Yoda. I don't think they had a real idea how big this baby would be. This is all about merchandise. Who cares? Um, <laughs> talking about the impact of Baby Yoda. Don't care. Where's the stuff I want? Uh, this has nothing to do with it. Where this? Giancarlo Esposito. The headline drops hints about the Mandalorian season two, but all it talks about is merchandising and the impact of Baby Yoda. This article is dumb. 
Um, Wasn't there one? I mean, I'm sure you're gonna find it. Something about like a lightsaber battles in season two. Yeah, he. Yeah, he. Uh, let me just see if this click here will take me to the comic book. Come on, go faster. All right. Uh, not really, babies. Okay. This article doesn't say it either. What? I don't want to have to watch the Nerdist video again. Did we just imagine it? No, I don't know. <laughs> both of us? Yeah. <laughs> um. This is stupid. Uh, teases scene with Baby Yoda in season two. Uh, well, let me just read it. Maybe we'll find it here. Uh, I have been able to get my hands on the Baby Yoda puppet. Let me just see. I have to check myself to see what I can say. Um, the baby is most brilliant. There are a few stand-ins. The baby, so there it is. The, he's gotten to work with the Baby Yoda. Oh, okay. Uh, for season two. There are a few stand-ins. The baby that has the most power is the one that's able to wiggle its ears and move its eyes and look at you. So he's talking about the puppets now. Uh, you can't resist. You can't resist this with this baby. The baby looks up at you. You have to interact. There's no way that you can't. It's brilliant how they've used what they know about technology to, to have this particular puppet be so real and exemplify so many different emotions that we have as human beings. It's really wonderful. Um, he praised John Favreau and Dave Filoni um, about using an animatic, animatronic puppet instead of CGI. Uh, there was some conversation about that, and I think at one point they were thinking about CGI uh, for the baby. But Favreau realized in Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni needs to be in your consciousness. Dave Filoni is the Star Wars guy who nobody knows, which is not true. Um, if you've watched any animated stuff, you know who Dave Filoni is. Uh, Dave Filoni is the brain trust, and I think it's a wise decision for them to have it take physical space, because that space allows us to be so wowed by its presence. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah, just say, what, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, there's some talk where there's a like a, a, a badass lightsaber fight. Um, and so people are thinking it's gonna be the baby Yoda and uh and, and and him. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be Baby Yoda. I don't either, but <laughs> um yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh I don't know why the, why this article doesn't have that in there. Uh, but yeah, the, go watch the Nerdist video, he talks about it there. For some reason. Um, and not in this article. Where he actually said it. At the convention. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm umming a lot. Sorry guys. Uh, Red Sun. I think came out on digital today. Or it did. Or yesterday. One of the two. Oh, yes it did. Uh, Westworld season three. Did you watch the trailer? I did. I'm extremely excited for it, and I want to see it now. Yeah, it looks insane, but we're going to have uh, robot versus robot, it looks like, at one point. Yep. That'll be pretty cool. Um, looks like Witcher 2 is under production right now. Just started. Yeah, I still need to f- watch season one. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, Sony and Disney execs want to keep Spider-Man in the MCU. <coughs> As they should, that's the right move. I don't see why, if you both want it, you can't make it happen. I'm just saying. Um, Make up your mind already. Uh, Deadpool is debuting in Fortnite. Do people still play that, really? People still play it, yeah, unfortunately. Oh, here we go. Nathan Fillion talks about his role in the Suicide Squad. Um, Let's see here. 
Of course, his role hasn't been revealed yet. Uh, people are speculating that he's bringing Arm Fall Off Boy to life. Why? Why is that? <laughs> I mean, who knows, I, hope, really? I, hope, I hope that's a joke. Um, uh, he says, that was a, never a comic I really dived into, so I didn't know why they were talking about, and, or what they were, yeah, why they were talking about, and that certainly wasn't the name I was reading in the script. So I just said, yeah, yeah, go for it. Whatever you guys think is great, so long as you're not asking. It's so secret, it's super duper secret. Um, yeah, he says he's the worst liar, so he starts, he hates it when he has to say anything. <laughs> um, he's set the star alongside a stack roster of talent in the movie. However, he had particularly good things to say about working with SNL star Pete Davidson. I didn't realize he was in the movie. Um, yes, yes he is. That I do remember, because there was a time on SNL where he was away, and it was because he was filming Suicide Squad. Fillion says, let me tell you what I never knew about Pete Davidson, how incredibly charming he is. I mean, come on, look at the women he gets. Um, (laughs) Oh my god, I always thought that kid looked like 10 miles of bad road. Who is this guy? Alright, who is this guy coming here? Here we go, here we go. He's the nicest man, the nicest man. I used to think I was the nicest man. What a weird quote. Uh, but yeah, uh, there you go. Nathan Fillion says he, uh, he's the, uh, Pete Davidson's the nicest man. He's very charming. Do you have any guesses as to uh, who his character could be, Fillion's? Um, it's definitely not Green Lantern. Uh, er. Er. No, I don't. I don't know. Maybe uh, Heat Wave? Yeah, I, I couldn't even tell you. Um, I got nothing. Maybe, but, yeah, maybe someone, maybe a Flash villain. Have they said who John Cena's playing? I don't know, I can't see him. Huh? But no, no, I, the only ones that we know for sure are Rick Flagg, Here you go. Captain Boomerang, Harley, and Amanda Waller. No, there's more. Oh, okay then. So you got Margot Robbie as Harley, uh, yeah, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller, Joel Kinnamans were coming back as Flag, uh, Jai Courtney as Boomerang, uh, David Dostomaligan as Polka Dot Man. Oh yeah, Polka Dot Man. I've never heard of before. Really? Um, I'm bef- before this. No, never heard of Polka Dot Man. Hmm, okay. Um, Daniela Melkire as Ratcatcher. Ratcatcher. I mean, there was a rat king on Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, no, this is this is a Batman villain, but yeah. Um, Steve Agee is the voice of King Shark. Oh yeah, we're getting we're getting another King Shark. I, I'm all I'm down. <laughs> I don't care. Um, uh, Elba is in it. We don't know who he's playing though. Um, yeah. Uh- a lot of people are saying that he's the new Deadshot, but I don't no, think Gunn, they're going. No, Gunn said that he's not going to be Deadshot because they want to leave that open in case Smith can come back. Okay, good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked about that because it's just scheduling is the only reason he can't be in this movie. Um, so, Idris Elba, John Cena, Storm Reed, Flula Borg, Nathan Fillion, Peter Capaldi, uh, Pete, Pete Davidson, yeah. Yeah, Pete Davidson, Alice Braga, Sean Gunn, Michael Rooker, Taika Waititi, Joaquin Casio, and then these are a lot of names I have no idea. Those are all undisclosed roles. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. I, did I did I know that Taco Atini was going to be in this? I think we've talked about it. Okay. Um, Gotham City Sirens is also on hold right now, too. And that's mm-hmm. going to be David Ayer's next one. Uh, with uh, the DC 
cinematic universe, whatever you want to call it. I still think DCEU is fine, but people... Yep, DCEU is perfect. People seem to hate on that. Um, so yeah, uh, we got Wonder Woman coming up after Birds of Prey. The Batman and then the Suicide Squad. Oh, that's the same year. The Batman and the Suicide Squad. Yeah, wonder, there we I, go. I wonder if that's they're making a joke there. Um, Black Adam is also next year, too. Oof. Shazam. Well, we should be started seeing some pictures for Black Adam. Because uh, I think it's supposed to also involve the uh, Justice Society of America. I'm not sure. Shazam 2 is the next one right after Black Adam, so that could be interesting. Uh, the Flash and Aquaman 2, those are the three for 2022. Um, it's funny now, the DCEU Wikipedia page also includes the Arrowverse. It would. It has to. Right. <laughs> why not, you know? It's uh, pretty funny to me, though. Uh, also, never release the Snyder Cut. That's all I'm saying. I plead the fifth. I'm over it. Um, I mean, see. we could release the JJ Cut instead. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, the, the <laughs> J- no, I'm talking about the JSA. You're right about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, the JJ Cut. Yeah. But apparently, I think they might, like, have some deleted or extended scenes in, like, the comic adaptation of Rise of Skywalker. So that'll probably be the closest thing to the uh, JJ cut that anyone gets. Whatever. Um, the Flash movie I'm more and more excited for. I watched, I got It Chapter 2 on Blu-ray. Okay. Um, and I watched some of the behind-the-scenes stuff with the director, Andy Machete. Yep. And his sister, Barbara, who also is a producer. A producer. Uh, I like this guy a lot. Um, just the way he talks and how, like how passionate he was about it and making a good horror movie. And I, I think I, I, I'm really excited, um, for him to be the director. Hopefully he stays the director. It's a long way away. Um, yeah. Two, two years, but still, um, he would have to be working probably now on like script and stuff like that. Yeah. As long as <clears throat> he's also what, the third director to, for this movie. If you count pairs. Yeah. Because there's like dual people that were involved. Yeah. Um. He's also working on the live screen adaptation of Attack on Titan too. So. Um. I don't know which is set to come out first or start production first, but. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, Attack on Titan was announced first, but yeah, actually it looks 2022 The Flash TBA Attack on Titan. Uh, he's an executive producer of Lock and Key. Oh, there we go. So, yeah, uh, I loved what he did on It and It Chapter 2, so, and like I say, from just listening to him talk, uh, it's funny, the original actress that played um, Barbara, or Barb, in It, yeah, um, or no, just a side character actress said they wanted Jessica Chastain to play the adult version in the uh, behind-the-scenes stuff. <laughs> they, <laughs> they show her saying it to Barbara Machete, the producer. It's like, I don't know what's going to happen. I couldn't really tell you. <laughs> and boom, it happens. <clears throat> uh, that's about all I got for news. Um, uh, yeah, I got nothing else. Yeah, I mean, Toy Fair happened and there was a lot of pops and toys announced. <laughs> yes. Oh, I do have more news. Uh, James Mangold might replace Steven Spielberg for Indiana Jones 5. Yeah, I saw that today. I'm very surprised. Yeah. 
Um, oh, that's right. There was some Matrix 4 stuff. So they're shooting it in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I, I did see some tweets about that. Um, they're still casting for it while they're shooting. So they cast Ellen Holman, who was in Spartacus, and Into the Badlands, NCIS New Orleans, and 911, which also is going to have like 17 different spinoffs, I guess. Uh, so yeah, Ma- the Matrix 4 cast looks like Keanu Reeves, um, uh, no, I'm sorry. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss are both recurring, returning. Uh, joined by Neil Patrick Harris, Yayaha Abdul-Mateen II, Jessica Henwick from Iron Fist, Jonathan Groff from, um... Uh, I think he plays, uh, he's a character in in Frozen, in Frozen 2, I think. And he's also on the show I like a lot. Um, what is the name of it? Mindhunter. Okay. He's the main character on Mindhunter. Um, and Priyanka Chopra, who's married to one of the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, uh, there was another one. He was on Stargate Universe. Brian... Some dude... Uh, Brian J. Smith. Brian J. Smith, because he was also on uh, Sense8, which was another Wachowski siblings several, show. Several Sense8 cast members are joining this this movie. Max Reimert, Toby Onwamir, Irendera Abara, and Brian J. Smith. Yeah. And yeah, there's helicopters flying around San Francisco while they're filming. I'm not interested in this at all. <laughs> I'll see it, just to see what they do. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I like it. Who knows? I wasn't a fan of the second or third one. I only liked the first one. Um, I thought <laughs> I thought the first one was really good, and then the second two just seemed like cash grabs. Yeah. Um. T- oh, Tom Holland. More Tom Holland stuff. He wants to bring Spider-Man into WandaVision. Um, I mean, can we get through Venom 2 first? <laughs> He's quoted as saying, I think the WandaVision show looks really cool. It looks very stylistic. It almost looks like a bit of a sitcom with the way they've shot it. I don't really understand what's going on, but it looks really cool. Paul and Elizabeth, they're like two of the nicest people I know, and I would love to work with them some more and get to know them a little bit better. So if I could put Spider-Man on the WandaVision show, that'd be great, Kevin Feige. So if you want to, <laughs> if you want to do that, you know my number. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who wouldn't want to be involved in that? It looks awesome. Um the third Spider-Man movie is in July 2021. That's not that far away. Oh, next year. Mm-hmm. WandaVision set for December. With Falcon and Winter Soldier in August? Yeah, I have no idea. Disney Plus needs something because I haven't watched it really. I, no, that's not true. I watched 10 Things I Hate About You the other day. Oh. I was surprised to see that it was on Disney Plus. Yeah, it's probably because it's a Fox one. Yeah, and I think they did a TV show on uh, Fox Family, which then became something else. Anywho's it. That's all I got. Anything else you want to talk about? Is Toy Fair you brought up? Uh, I mean, there's just a whole bunch of pops that are that were announced, which I can't remember all of them now. But they're out there. Pops, AEW action figures. Yep, brand us, new ones, which which looks very, which look very good. Yeah, they look like the, uh, um, the wrestlers. Yeah, no, the WWE. Uh, I forget the name of the line. 
Oh yeah, yeah. The ones I always buy, the twenty dollar ones. Yeah, which they, I mean, for speaking of WWE, they had two more of like their ultimate versions come out. I saw one was Triple H. Yeah. And then one was uh, Finn Balor's The Demon. Yeah, that one's been out a while. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still have to get that one, the thirty dollar one. But money, she's tight. Yep. Tight like a tiger. Yep, hoping my taxes come during this weekend, but they probably won't. Mine did, and they're gone. Um, I'm sorry. Last week, yeah. Uh, Anyway. All right, that's going to do it this week. We'll be back next week with more talk. uh, I don't know. Hopefully back to the regular schedule I had set up, but who knows at this point. Um, We might skip around a little bit and just jump into gaming in 2020. That might be the next one we talk about. Just because everyone's so busy. Um, mm-hmm. Or we might do another geek out to talk about what C2E2 stuff we got into. Um, the week in Arrowverse or Arrowverse Weekly will return soon um, due to illnesses and such. And now C2E2, we're taking some time off. But we will be back um, very soon. I have to get caught up, too. I'm way behind. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> probably haven't watched it since we did the last one. Uh, that's how busy I've been and sick. So, um, yeah. Uh, at Atomic Kingdom on all the social media things, you can promote your show. I know you were live on Facebook the other day. Yep. Uh, you can f- watch me on, when we're live, on Facebook.com slash Talk. You can also subscribe to us there. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KyleKrause89. I'll be taking pictures this weekend at C2E2 and posting them up there. And, Yeah. I'm hoping to meet Stephen Amell, but his autograph's 70 bucks, so probably won't happen. Not Emily? Uh, I mean, it, her autograph's probably the same price, so I, I probably won't be able to get close to him. Probably not. Or you can meet the entire AEW roster this weekend. I am okay <laughs> with that. Like I'll go, I'll go hang out with Orange Cassidy. Yeah, that's probably one of the best things I saw. Yeah, because I want to see because I'm looking it up. Uh, Friday is, um, Jer- oh, Luchasaurus, Jurassic Kid, Jurassic Kid. I don't remember, man. <laughs> Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy. That's it. Jurassic uh, Express is what you're Jurassic talking. Express. Yeah. Marco Stunt, Luchasaurus, and and Jungle Boy. Yep, and the Young Bucks and Cody. Yeah, that's a I, Kenny Omega is not going to be there. No, but, um, but fr- oh wait, Friday we also got Hangman Page. <clears throat> Moxley's at, there on Sunday. I know. Um, Britt Baker. Um, <laughs> Penelope Ford, uh, I think, is there on Saturday. Yeah, and um, the new um, AEW World uh, Women's Champion, Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose, yeah, whatever. Wow. Not a fan. Yeah. I preferred Riho. <clears throat> what are you gonna do? Yeah, I know. And then yeah, yeah, Moxley and um not Kip Sabian. Uh, is Penelope Ford gonna be there? Because if she was, she'd be there I with th- Kip Sabian. So I I, thought, I think I'm looking at her right now. Yeah, I thought I saw she was gonna be there. Yeah. So she would probably be there with Sabian. Um, um what's his name is gonna be there? Her ex boyfriend's there too. Um I forgot his name, whatever. What is the we're just wasting time at this point. Yeah, I know. Um, MJF is going to be there on Sunday, but oh, who really yeah. wants to see MJF? Right, who cares? 
Talked to, him, then... talked to him about when he was on Rosie O'Donnell as a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's on YouTube. Go search that. He was on Rosie O'Donnell when he was a kid. He's as big. That's... A, I'm pretty sure he was as big a prick then as he is now. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all right, that's going to do it this week. We'll be back next week. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, rate, review, all that good stuff. Uh, we are available on anywhere you can find podcasts, including Spotify now. Um, so make it easier to find us uh, that way. So upcoming shows include social media. We're going to talk about uh, the effects of social media and where it's come from. It's, you know, the roots and where it might go. I have two guests in mind for that one who work in social media. So, um, two, two lovely ladies, one who used to work in social media and now it's more of a personal social media person. And then, uh, one who works currently for IGN. So, um, we will, uh, hopefully get them on soon to do that. We have a true crime episode in which we're going to look at a specific case in depth and do a whole true crime episode. Like you see in most true crime podcasts, we're just going to do it for one episode. Hopefully, It'll be me and Jenny. Maybe uh, Johnny wanted to be involved, but I don't know how busy he is these days, so maybe Kyle will come along for the ride. Oh, come along for the ride. I'll have no idea what's going on, but yeah. That's the point. Only I know the case, so you guys will be able to sit and react and ask questions while I talk about the case. Excellent. So I'm going to try to do more research and maybe just get some audio, too, from like interrogations and stuff. So Live-action CSI. That's right. That's right. A solved case, not a mystery one. By the end oh. of the by the end of the story, you will have known who was found guilty for it. Not not making a murderer where you're not <laughs> where you just let yeah you figure it out. <laughs> um, and then we also got gaming in 2020. See what, what games are coming out this year. Um, the future of the console and that kind of stuff. So those are the upcoming shows that we got coming. Um, of course, when movies are coming out, we'll have one on one episodes like we did with Birds of Prey this year so far. Um, maybe some series wrap-ups with Supernatural coming to an end this year. Um, yeah. You know, usual shenanigans we get up to when we get close to San Diego Comic-Con as well. But I think all of us will be at the home front for San Diego Comic-Con, so I'll have more time to report than I usually do. Yep. Sad. Sad face, Dave. Um, but that's the way of the world. Stupid California laws. AB5 can eat it. Um, all right. That's going to do it this week. Uh, be good to each other. Uh, stay safe out there. Stay warm if it's cold where you are, snowing or whatever. Thank the Lord the blizzard did not hit us this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, it went anywhere from 5 to 10 to 4 to 11 to we got nothing. <laughs> so uh, I'm just glad I didn't have to shovel. So, All right, Kyle. Thanks for hanging out. Hey, no problem. Glad to be here. And I'm sure he'll be there next week, too. So uh, we will see you later. Bye. Bye.